Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Journey of Joy Day 47, Ultimate Episode 154. Using your own experiences and examples of others to learn and grow is a key ingredient in successfully overcoming ourselves. Now, when I say this, there's obviously a lot of discussion that occurs about what should or shouldn't we share. Um, For example, uh, is it right for us to share our sins and and, or mistakes? You know, uh, you know, well, when I was younger, I accidentally, uh, you know, ran over my neighbor's cat or something. And (laughs) please, please, please understand. I didn't do that, but I'm still throwing that out as an example. Um, uh, Is that something that you need to share with everyone under the sun? I would argue that what you share how you share it, who you share it with, and when you share it is really something that should be for you to decide. I don't think that this is a traditional black and white rule. In the Book of Mormon, one of the prophets in there, Alma the Younger, went out and professed everything that he had done wrong, or at least a lot of it, to the people after, you know, he'd had his vision of the angel and had slept for three days and had been through that anguish. Now, that was part of his repentance process. I don't know that he had to go out and necessarily do that for the sake of doing it, but it was it was part of his atoning for his own sins, uh, was, was doing that. And then later, when he met with his three sons, if you note that he didn't share all of the gory details with each of them. He only shared really all of the details with one, along with other things that he had learned. Whereas on the same token, uh, we look at the first Nephi in the Book of Mormon, and he was very different. He obviously was an imperfect being. Um, He seemed to struggle with his faith, at least prior to the journey. We know that changed rather rapidly. But it does say that he had to kind of come to terms with it when his father had his first vision and um, and, and Nephi had to pray about that. But he obviously still struggled. Um, he struggled with what appears to be depression at some point, uh, something we learn about in the beginning of the second Nephi book. And as you read through that and understand that, um, it doesn't sound like this is something that he necessarily shared with everybody. And obviously he didn't go into all the details. So I think it comes down to the individual. On the same token, I think it's important for us to recognize that history will continue to repeat itself if we don't learn from that. And the only way we learn from that is from the stories. And the stories are not always going to be good and rosy, and they're certainly not always going to be bad. So how we share that, who we share it with, uh, is very important. Part of the reason I have this podcast is to some extent it acts as a journal and gives me an opportunity to share things with a certain degree of anonymity. Now, having said that, obviously, I have told people I'm doing this, and when they listen, they know it's me. So I have to be careful about what stories I share, especially about family, uh, so that I'm making sure I take their considerations to heart uh, before I share them. So some stories will be semi-fictionalized to protect the innocent, as it were. Um, And obviously, I am not going to share every element of my own life, but I am largely an open book because I want everyone else to learn from what I have learned, whether it's through study or whether it's through mistakes that I have made. Um, One of my most recent moments that I'm going to share with you is a handful of months ago, uh, back in, well, really longer than a few months ago, this past summer, 
um, I had uh, a prompting that I needed to start seriously considering finding another job. Now, at the time, I thought I was happy. I thought I was in a good career where I was—I had upper mobility, and I was learning a lot, but I was teaching a lot, and I was really in a good place, so I thought. Now, if you listen to my previous podcast, uh, you'll realize that I actually wasn't in that great of a place. Um, I was largely fooling myself. I think some others could probably see that and probably even tried to tell me, and I didn't even realize that they were. So this prompting was certainly well-founded because my job was certainly a large part of why my psyche was deteriorating. And that prompting came again a handful of months later. So when it came the first time, I took it seriously enough to consider it, but I didn't really act on it. And then when it came again later, both my wife and I had a very similar prompting that I needed to seriously start looking. So obviously, I think Heavenly Father realized I wasn't getting giving him the attention I needed to. So he helped by going through my wife as well, which obviously was very wise on his part. Because after she got involved, we started seriously looking together. And then um, in December, started really seriously. So that was like October, November. And obviously, the time frame doesn't matter super much. But um, to put it in perspective, in December... Uh, I started seriously putting out you know, my, my resume, started putting out a lot of things to try to fulfill that, um, that prompting. And in January, my mental state got so bad that I was on the, on the threshold of panic attacks almost daily when it came to going to work. And finally, I, um, through events that I won't go into the details, at least at this point, um, ended up no longer being employed with that company anymore. And, you know, when you, when you become unemployed, especially in a manner that isn't necessarily by choice, but even if it is by choice, it can be very stressful, especially when you're the sole breadwinner. And as crazy as this sounds, Obviously, if I had followed through that prompting last summer, none of this would have come to pass. Um, my psychological well-being probably would have held together better. Um, we probably would be better off financially, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I didn't listen. And that was, a, that was a mistake on my part. I should have followed that prompting right away. And so uh, obviously we're in the predicament we're in now. So good news is I did find another job and I started that job yesterday. So that's been a, a, a massive blessing. But as strange as this sounds, the biggest blessing of all was actually being unemployed for a little while. It allowed me to spend time uh, healing, um, for lack of a better word. Uh, and I didn't even know most of the last 12 months that I needed that time. So I'm sharing this story uh, as an example of um, when you when you get those opportunities to do something that at the time may not make sense, Sometimes it's because obviously we can't see into the future and know what the future holds and what we should be prepared for. And sometimes things are going on in our lives. Sometimes those things are things where if we really looked at ourselves in the mirror, we would see. And we don't know that they're happening and we really need to listen. So that's my lesson from all this. One of the many things that I needed to learn. Embrace your own life and those that have gone before and don't be afraid to be wrong to fall, and remember those events. I still laugh at the experience that I had when I was in my first year of college 
And I've shared this story before, so I won't go into all the details. But needless to say, came out of a finals, knew I'd failed. I was feeling miserable. Jumped on a large piece of ice thinking I would break it and and get some relief from the shattering of it. And in the end, ended up slipping and sliding and slamming myself into the ground. And yeah, it hurt, but I laughed. And it was another one of those moments that says you can still laugh at times that are hard. So go out and find your own joy by laughing at yourself. Thank you for listening.